Tokyo, I've got Karano Mitsutake, the director of Monsters Don't Get to Cry, Samurai, Avenger the Blind Wolf, Gunwoman, Karate Kill, Maniac Driver, and he's on here today to talk about it, and I just, um, I got to watch this last night, it is his new movie, Lion Girl, this is an absolute, absolutely loved, loved Loved, loved, loved. I'm using the word loved here because I absolutely love this movie in the year 20XX. Humanity has almost come to an end. A tsunami of meteors bombarded the entire planet. The remaining survivors are forced to kill for food and power. Meteorites contain a mysterious material causing certain death to anyone who encounters it. But a very rare cases, some humans survive the exposure and undergo a metamorphosis into horrific meteorite beasts, people call them anorak. These new beings hunt and kill humans for their life force and have become the enemy of humanity, an enemy that humanity has never known before. The Earth has one last defender against the Anorok. Her name is Lion Girl, a modern exploitation film like no other and featuring characters designed by the legendary manga artist Go Nagai alongside glorious practical effects, gratuitous nudity, definitely, and uh, an utterly unhinged story. Lion Girl is an outrageous sci-fi epic. Yep. He said it best. Karando Mitsutaki, welcome. To Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's, it's been a long time, but um, I'm so happy to, uh, you know, talk to you again. It is. It's fantastic to see you again. For, well, it's it's great to see you for the first time. It's great to talk to you again. Uh, yeah, it's been a long time. It's been like six or seven years. Like there's nearly a decade in there. But yeah. There's nothing has changed, my friend. You're still knocking them out of the park. Lion Girl, the new one, fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. Loved it, loved it, loved it. My favourite line, favourite line in the whole thing, right, is at the end where Afro Samurai dude, uh, Ken, whatever his name is, um, they're in the jail and, and he comes in and busts them out and he turns to them after he busts them out and he says, you get going. You get going. I'm going to get that frizzy-haired dominatrix bitch. <laughs> right. And then he rips out a sword. His sword, and he goes, oh, here she comes. <laughs> that was hands yeah. down. That and the boob uh, fireballs from the from the boobs, boob fire, yeah. horse tornadoes, all that sort of stuff. I loved all the references. I mean, there was some great Blade Runner references in there, and uh, uh, there was a moment where I felt like a bit of a, a Star Crash reference. Uh, you know that scene in Star Crash when when uh, Stella is like she's frozen and she gets put in that heating chamber when right. and the character Lion Girl goes into that heating chamber. It just gave me like Star Crash vibes off of that. Terminator references. I love how you always get like the spaghetti western references in it. Uh, love the bad guy. Love the demons. Um, when when they all turned into demons, the faces. It reminded right. me. 
show Monkey. Do you remember the show Monkey? Monkey Magic? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the uh, the Japanese TV show that was based on yeah. Ch- Chinese table. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that show? And and in every yeah. show, he would have to fight demons. Like, right. And there were different kinds of demons. That's what when they started to turn into demons, it reminded me of Monkey. <laughs> the nature of Monkey was irrepressible. <laughs> but no, fantastic, mate. You uh, you haven't lost your touch at all. You're still knocking them out of the park. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, this movie, um, you know, it's based on a uh, uh, character design by Japanese manga living legend Go Nagai. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I've been a fan of his work, um, you know, since I was a little kid. And it was really, uh, you know, my honor to, uh, f- you know, get to work with my childhood hero, really creative hero. And uh, uh, yeah, so, you know, the, the whole when the whole thing started, I was so excited uh, it was back in uh, back in t- 2019 when the uh, movie was greenlit, and um, I had about uh, you know half a year of going back and forth, you know, uh, based on his story idea. You know, that that was just a one page little synopsis, and I I had to actually expand that uh, into a you know feature length story. Mm. And uh, when when the story was story that I pitched got greenlit. Um, then you know i was ready to start writing the actual script and that was that was the that was a spring a spring of uh 2020 mm-hmm. and uh as i was uh getting into script writing and we were gonna you know i was gonna finish the script in the spring shoot it in summer you know mm-hmm. that type of plan but uh then the corona hit mm-hmm. so you know then the la was uh going into the you know lockdown and uh uh, you know, uh, it was it was I I I swore you know like uh, Toei Video, who is the financier of this movie, will uh, pull the plug on the movie. You know, and uh, I was quite depressed. Uh, I was you know I was really depressed to begin with because I was I was living in Trump America. You know, <laughs> and uh, yeah. then then the Corona pandemic then. You know, movie movie of my dream project uh, will be unplugged. You know, so I was I was really depressed. But uh, uh, luckily, you know, my producers really fought with the studio uh, to keep this uh, project alive, mm. and uh, so we didn't get unplugged. So you know, they were like, okay, we don't know when this is gonna get. You know, uh, you know, Corona's gonna go, but uh, uh, why don't we take this time to? Um, uh, make the script really good, and um, so you know I was able to focus on uh, script script writing during this uh, during this lockdown and everything. But uh, um, you know when when the uh, the real apocalypse is going on in the world, uh, mm-hmm. it's very hard to you know focus on the fictional apocalypse. You know. <laughs> So <laughs> I was I was having a really hard time, um, you know, creating this fictional end of the world story. Um, so I was like, all right, I'm going to stop fighting, uh, uh, you know, to separate the reality with the uh, with the fantasy. Hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to I'm really actually going to talk about my feelings and what I'm going through hmm. uh, in the Corona time, you know, so. Basically, you know, the, the demons, the monsters that uh, um, we have in Lion Girl are called Anorak. Hmm. And Anorak is actually Corona spelled backwards. Okay, well done. I didn't yeah. pick up on that. But so, well, okay. Yeah. 
So, you know, so he became, he, the, the script writing actually became my uh, therapy, uh, <laughs> you know, to survive the pandemic and everything. And, uh, you know, as, as the pandemic is uh, subsiding, you know, now, now this movie is finally getting the release. And uh, I don't know how many people are actually going to get the reference, you know, that the, this is actually a story about Corona and the pandemic and, you know, what I was feeling at the time, but uh um, yeah, so it's 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 to me it's a uh, it's a very symbolic uh, genre movie. Yeah, you know. No, I I, I definitely picked up on a lot of uh, references to our our, uh, our current times and certainly the times that we have lived through in in recent uh, memory. And uh, yeah, they 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 really stood out. But you uh, you you so artfully uh, like a lot of genre filmmakers put it in there like uh, you're definitely on par with with guys like George Romero who was very good at making social commentary but it was it was so artfully uh, interwoven with the genre he's working in that it's not uh, bashing you over the head but it's it's evident what you're talking about at least at least for people who are uh, uh, read a little deeper into it but uh on the surface you can just enjoy this uh for what it is but for for the curious um certainly for the um people who appreciate it there is quite a bit of subtext there i think but not like i said artfully interwoven so it, it's not um you know doesn't smash you know slap people in the face like, yeah, totally. I, mean, I didn't want to preach or anything, you know. Yeah. It's uh, I mean, first of all, this is entertainment, and this is uh, this should be an entertaining genre movie, you know. My my yeah. my filmmaking hero is um, let's say uh, uh, Paul Verhoeven, you know, like so, uh, you know, like what he did with Robocop and Total Recall. Um, I kind of adapted that style, you know, to put the like a fake news in the, in the movie to talk about the current affair in that world, you know, that type of thing. So, yeah, yeah that was that, that was my tribute to uh, uh, Mr. Verhoeven uh, in this movie. Yeah, no, I enjoyed. Yeah, I liked old man who kept popping up with the what's their slogan? Um, what what is it? Work hard and die or something? What do they say? Oh yeah, yeah, that, that yeah, the. Um, don't live long, die while working, or something. Yeah, that's it. And and yeah. they points at the screen goes, "Don't live long, yeah. die while working." Yeah, that's act. That's kind of a social commentary on like, yeah. you know, uh, the 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 breakage of Japanese socialism right now we are experiencing. You know, like uh, um, Japan is actually becoming sadly becoming a, a very poor country, and uh, uh, not many people can retire. You know, and uh, feels like you know Japanese government are saying such things. You know, like just just you know the, the work till you die. You know, and keep on paying taxes. You it's know, so that's like, not... it's a bit like the scene in the galley from Ben Hur. You know, row well and live. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It's a totalitarian, you know, society thing. You know, yeah, because we, you know, we're all kind of those like those galley slaves, and we're all like you know. Yo ho he ho, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And they expect us to keep rowing, you know. Mm -hmm. And the carrot is just the carrot is like this far away from your nose, but it's right. just far away. It's just far away enough that you can't, you'll never quite get it. 
no matter how exactly. far you put your tongue out, you'll you'll barely be able to touch it. But uh, just to keep you rowing, <laughs> yep. you know, gives you an gives you an incentive. I'm pretty sure that 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 rich people look down on us like the gods in like Jason and the Argonauts in like a little pool or something. <clears throat> oh. Look at those foolish mortals working so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the dystopian world I created uh, for the back backdrop of uh, Lion Girl. You know, I didn't want to do like, um, you know, I, I like the Samurai Avenger esque setting. You know, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, world. I mean, you know, Mad Max two kind of thing. You know, yeah. so uh, uh, yeah. So I wanted to create this uh, fictional fantasy near future. Uh, dystopia, you know, and uh, uh, so that's kind of samurai government, you know. Yeah, I love how you always get your shot in of someone like walking out of the horizon in your movie. Yeah, there's yeah, I, I, I love that landscape, you know. There's, yeah, there's always like a, a, a desolate horizon, and there's a lone figure like walking out of the haze, and, and it's just it's beautiful. It's like your little like signature in these movies. Where it's just, sure, thank you. Yeah. Lone figure like coming out of the uh the the mirage or, or whatever but yeah. uh no very cool stuff and 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 a lot where where all of these they look like there's a lot of practical uh locations that you filmed all this in uh, is that all yeah. Around? yeah yeah it's uh uh actually we used quite a bit of a same uh, location or, or the same uh uh film location uh, ranch uh, outside of LA uh yeah, yeah it's it's a town called Agodolce California it's about uh, uh it's about an hour away uh hour and a half away from uh, downtown LA and uh you can you can rent it to make movies you know so i i i i been you know uh, i i have really great relationship with the owner of the place so william uh lets me uh you know go in there shoot there on a kind of discount rate and uh so yeah um it a lot of same location from summer avenger was used uh for lion girl um and then additional you know little different places uh we had the uh, location studio near downtown LA to do all the interior stuff, you know, like the bad guy headquarter and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it was shot all over LA, and uh, uh, yeah, the, the 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 we were we were we had to fight with this uh, incredible LA post Corona or during Corona inflation. So yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, that it, it was really difficult, but uh, um, yeah, but the, our, you know our crew was very uh, tight and understanding of uh, the nature of the project. It was my passion project, so I think the um, mm. they understood that on the first week, and they really uh, went extra miles, uh, for, you know, for the movie. And uh, you know, by the middle of the production, we were well oiled machine to uh, get everything done. Uh, so I'm I'm really just super thankful for my cast and crew, who uh, really you know got the idea that that this is my uh, you know my passion project. Yeah, no, and and it definitely it definitely shows. Like you can really tell when when someone is truly like 
invested in in capturing all the goodies in all the genre. You know, I definitely think though there's like a solo movie for like dudes with afros and samurai swords on bikes. Like a right. gang that's like they're all like that though. They're all afro samurai like afro samurai on bikes. I definitely <laughs> think there's a there's a whole movie there with dudes. Yeah, exactly. With like well, a I, I can... Yeah, I, I can practically make a spin-off movie on every character in the movie. You know, it's, know. it's that know. it's that crazy collection of characters, you know, and uh partially definitely, you know, uh thankful to Mr. Nagai's uh contribution, you know, because uh mm. uh you know those those characters, you know, like uh uh African American uh samurai with the leather kimono and stuff like that. I mean, he created uh those characters in the past in different different uh, comic book of his and uh because I'm a huge fan of him, um uh, I referenced those character design and put it in a movie, but uh yeah, the main main inspiration uh you know came from um I wanted to pay homage to a lot of Mr. Nagai's work. So uh you know that was uh that was definitely um part of it part of the huge part of the movie right yeah no it was um really great and also too i like the uh i like the the blade runner sort of uh the blade runner-esque sort of uh character who's the the off-world guy who's a gunslinger and yeah you know that was that, like you said there's a whole movie just with that guy you know like a whole uh, a cyborg cowboy western yep. dollar yep. for a dead cyborg or something like that um, but uh, yep. yeah I mean not to say that there hasn't been uh, good ones made already did you ever see Albert Pune's movie Knights it's the one with Chris Christopherson no I don't think so yeah you should watch that one man Chris Christopherson doing kung fu and he's <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I have to look for that. Yeah, <clears throat> it's definitely yeah. You you haven't seen anything until you've seen Chris. Well, it's definitely not him doing the kung fu, but <laughs> it, you can tell it's a stuntman. But it's funny right. that Chris Christopherson would be doing kung fu, and he also happens to be a cyborg. There's a great yeah. moment. I shouldn't tell you. I should say, but I'll tell you. But there's a great moment where he gets like cut in half, and then the mm. chick in the movie has to strap his torso to her back. And he's fighting with machetes in her hands, strapped to her back. And he's fighting with machetes, like, you know, so they're, like, fighting back to back. And she's he's literally, his torso is strapped to her back. And he's got to find a pair of legs that he's, he's <laughs> compatible with. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, no, I loved I, – I, I really love this movie. I love the bad guy. I kind of wish I, – I, um, I know that they, he had to get the blood squirted on him to change at the end, but I kind of wish he had like the demon head like all the way through the red like demon mm. that he has at the end, because it really yeah. looked good with that armor that he was wearing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. that was great. No, but, uh, we were we were so fortunate to have you know the Hollywood veteran like you know Derek Mears to uh you know play the uh the the bad guy in, in yeah. Lion World. Uh we actually met in Germany about um eight years ago. I was uh invited to a fan convention um with Summer Avenger I believe and uh um you know uh, 
I know, actually it was it was kind of interesting um interesting uh, uh fan convention because uh, um I was invited and uh, then this Japanese actress uh, Asami was invited so we we actually became friends at uh, at the fan convention and that's how uh, our movie Gunwoman was you know uh born and uh uh then you know at the same time I met Derek there too and uh um, you know, we we lost touch in between, but then we met again uh, in a fan convention uh, just before Corona um, uh, in Massachusetts, uh, and uh, so we kind of, uh, you know, fast became good friends. And uh, you know, when the script was done, um, you know, I knew I had to get someone really good um, and physically imposing. Uh, for the villain part, so I, 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 you know, we we really couldn't afford Derek, but I just uh, sent it to him anyway. Wanted to wanted to get his opinion on it, and uh, but he was actually attracted to the uh, uh, project, and he said uh, he'll he'll do it uh, for us. And uh, uh, yeah, it was we we were so lucky to have uh, him as the as the villain. I mean, he he was perfect, and he did the beautiful job, and. Um, I think one of the attraction for him to play this character is the fact that uh, uh, for the you know for more than half of the movie he doesn't he 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 could show his face yeah. you know because because he's the you know he was the new Jason the remake Jason in mm -hmm. the uh, uh, you know the late, latest uh, uh, you know but that's already uh, like a decade ago but uh, you know the, he was the uh, Jason in the new Friday the Thirteenth uh, remake and. Uh, and you know he plays uh, amazing uh, Swamp Thing for the new TV series that came out three years ago. So you know he's known as the um, you know uh, prosthetic wearing guy, you know. Right. And uh, but he was you know he's he's quite amazing, great actor. And uh, I think I, I I'm actually really really happy that the, we were able to have you know no uh, no mask Derek Mears for this movie and yeah. show the world how good an uh, actor he is oh no no i'm <clears throat> i'm not i'm not disputing that at all i think he was he was great but i just i just love the, the the when he finally does change that um, the armor and the and the red head with the dark horns it all looked uh, it was yeah it was really cool yeah, yeah. He, he's he's amazing with the the the, the prosthetic makeup too yeah yeah. And I love I love the fact that you still do uh, you know all practical uh, use a lot of practical effects and the the blood the that quintessential Japanese blood flying just everything like the tiniest yeah. little wound and there's a fountain of blood yeah, yeah we uh, I mean it's it's it, you know it's it's getting quite more expensive to uh, do a practical effects. Um, but uh yeah i i really uh wanted to do as much as we can as much as we can afford uh practically um so we did uh you know we we have a big blood scene and you know head chop and head roll and i don't want to spoil the ending but we'll no. have the very classic uh you know practical effects uh you know thing and uh you know i just uh, yeah, yeah it was uh it was challenging but i think it was worthwhile um only thing though um we couldn't do on this picture is it's, it's an interesting timing but uh um uh you know because we shoot this movie uh um in us 
you know, I didn't want to use uh, fake fake guns. You know, like right. real guns are available in U.S., so I wanted to use a real gun. So you know, Ken Shishikura, the the, the uh, African American samurai guy, yakuza guy. You know, he he uses uh, you know forty four Magnum. You know, same gun from Dirty Harry. That was my you know my uh, homage to uh, you know Clint Eastwood. But uh, uh, so that's a real gun. But you know, we just we started the production just after uh, the you know the uh, Alec Baldwin uh, uh, the, the accidental. You know, shooting incident. So our actually one of our camera department uh, person was friend with the DP who actually unfortunately got shot and died. So, um, you know, they were they were very admin about not having any live rounds on set, you know, so we were able to use real guns, but we couldn't have the, uh, you know, uh, the blanks, you know, the live, live rounds. So all the firing were CG, uh, mm -hmm. but, uh, but, you know, the physically when actors have the guns, those are real. So that was, that was kind of like a, a very sensitive compromise I had to make uh, for that time and the situation in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. I love, I love the fact too, that in this film, you brought back the, from Samurai Avenger, the explanations, like when the <laughs> yes. thing happened, and you, then it freezes, and then let's explain right. this. You know, right. <laughs> it's yeah. great. It's really like yeah. it. You know, I, I can see I can see how some people might be it might be jarring, but it's just if 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 you if you're a fan of your movies, it's it's great. It's like a little again. It's like. The scene with a person walking out of the horizon—it's like uh, <laughs> it's something that you come to expect. And so when it happens, it's like a nice little oh, okay. <laughs> like I love that scene where the, it, it, from the there's a it it must be CG the bullet that's coming like all the way. And you follow the you know the shot I'm talking about with the the CG bullet, and you sort of come back, and then the explanation it goes backwards right. and back over the other side of it. That was. Um, that was really clever. I enjoyed. I always, I always enjoy those little moments where it, you know, like, let's explain what's happening here. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's it's that, that's actually uh, you know, I, I did that uh, in Summer Avenger too, but that was that was my um, homage to uh, uh, you know a lot of Japanese uh, you know samurai TV shows. You know, like uh, they have. Samurai TV shows are known for having this uh, voice of God uh, narration to explain yeah. the backgrounds and historical facts and stuff like that. So I wanted to do that for Samurai Avenger. And also in Japanese, you know, hero uh, genre, you know, TV series called uh, tokusatsu genre, um, they, they use a lot of, uh, uh, let me explain, blah, 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 you know, that type of narration. And uh, so, yeah, that was definitely... Um, uh, the homage to the, the studio that produced this movie because uh, all those uh, kid uh, hero shows are produced by Toei. Right. And uh, you know, we, we, we we made this picture for Toei Video. So that was my little nods to those genre too. It's fantastic. And it's um, it's it's coming out on, on – it's, it's out on VOD and it's coming to DVD and Blu-ray and everything, isn't it? Yeah, it's 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 a North American release uh, of the uh, the streaming and uh, Blu-ray DVD. That's on November November seventh, uh, and uh, 
And in Japan, uh, we are having actually pretty uh, healthy, big uh, a theater release on okay. uh, uh, January 26th. So uh, I'm actually in Tokyo right now because I, uh, I supervised uh, Japanese voice dubs. Okay. Uh, yeah, for the for the for the Japanese release, and that that was amazing. Uh, my producer were able to, you know, gather Japanese A list uh, voice actors. Really? Uh, yeah, and it, uh, I think I think the uh, Japanese language they're gonna they're gonna release uh, both versions. You know, like original oh, English language version with the Japanese title and uh, uh, Japanese uh, dubbed version uh, in theater but the, so the, so the audience can choose but uh, I think I think um, you know Japanese dubbed version will be really uh, going to be well widely well received uh, yeah. here in Japan I'd actually, yeah. well I hope when they when they put out the DVD that they make that like an option to watch it with the yeah yeah i hope so too yeah uh, it'll, it'll definitely be included in the japanese release uh but uh, i don't think the u.s release will have it but the, maybe uh you know in the in the future um uh maybe you know other country maybe australian release might have japanese language version well, yeah, i don't they, know yeah they i mean they usually do because we've i mean we've been getting like japanese tv chinese shows and stuff since forever so um because I remember I loved um, one of my favorite cartoons as a kid was Gachaman or uh, oh yeah yeah Battle of the Planets as it was also known. Um, and I have the when I got the set I actually bought it from Japan because it's in the original. It's like Gachaman. It's not Battle of the Planets because the, the the version that was released to to the West was Battle of the Planets. And but I got the original and it's all in Japanese and. It's got the original song and gotcha, mom. You know, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Yeah. so it's uh, it's great stuff. But yeah, so uh, November uh, fans listening uh, to this Lion Girl, please do get out and support this film and uh, check it out. Uh, coming to uh, DVD, Blu-ray, VOD in uh, November and anywhere, if you're listening, uh, you get to see it theatrically, which would be uh, really cool. I know it did play here. You were here at uh, the, was it Fantastic Fest earlier in the year? In uh, yeah, Australian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. That was our world premiere. And uh, I, I, because I was in LA and uh, it was just too, too, too big of a, uh, you know, travel for me to go. So unfortunately I couldn't af attend I wish I was, you know, uh, here. Then, uh, you know, Australia is closer from here. But, uh, uh, but yeah, unfortunately, I, I couldn't be there in person. But uh, I was really honored that uh, the film festival chose our movie as a closing night film, yeah. and uh, I, I guess it was well received. So, yeah, it was very well, very well received. And I, I, uh, I, 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 I thrill. I can't wait to get. Uh... Uh, a copy of it. I, I appreciate the screener, but I, I do try and support physical media. So uh, when it definitely comes out in uh, Blu-ray and all that sort of stuff, I'll be definitely, as everyone else listening should, go and get the Blu-ray or the DVD, or if you have to stream it. But you know, you got to get it. Hey, you got to get it, and you should go and get it because Lion Girl is absolutely thrilling. My fantastic guest has been Karando Mitsutake. The Blind Wolf. He's done it again. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have... 
when are we going to have Blind Wolf 2, mate? Okay. Uh, whenever I can raise money for it, you know. Uh, but, you know, hopefully I, I can get to do it because, I, you know, I did, I did put uh, in the uh, end credit, you know, Blind Wolf will return. So I, I don't want to be a liar. I want to keep my word. So to, hopefully sometime soon. You'll have to do it like Logan, you know, because you're, you're older. So it'd be like old man, blind wolf, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I already have a concept. I mean, blind wolf killed so many people. So he's in the jail and uh, he, he's been in the jail for, you know, many years. So he's all gray and it's stuff. Like, and Like yeah. Sean Connery in The Rock. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got it. And the worst thing they do is let him out. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> once they let him out, it's all, all bets are off. Can't wait for that, mate. Can't wait to get a hold of Lion Girl on some physical media. Hope everyone listening goes out and watches Karando Mitsutaki's new movie, Lion Girl. Is there a website, Karando? Uh, I believe uh, the I, – I don't think the American distribution company did the website, but uh, uh, Japanese uh, official w website is there. I, I did The Japanese title of the movie is called, called uh, Karajishi Kamen. So it's a little hard to spell, but uh, it's basically. Uh, I think if you just Google uh, "Lion Girl Japan" or something, I think I think the Japanese official site should come up. Okay, there you go, folks. "Lion Girl," the new film by Karando Mitsutake. We can't wait for more, mate. I hope you've got lots on the boil because I love your movies. I hope uh, these sensible people that fund them keep giving you all the money in the world. Uh, because I love to watch your movies. And I thank you very much for being my guest here on Cinema. It's my honor. Thank you so much. It's, it's great talking to you, and hopefully I can get uh, get to talk to you again soon uh, after I do another movie. I do. I hope so too. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait to check it all out. Lion Girl, the new film by Karando Mitsutake. He's the blind wolf. Hopefully we get to see more of the blind wolf again soon too Lion Girl get out and see it now and thank you for listening to Cinema Union.